fans, welcome to either the best wrestling podcast you're going to listen to or the shittiest wrestling podcast you're going to hear this week. We are the Getting Podcast. I'm your host, CM He, and joined by my other two, your other two hosts, I should say, G-Money and the Tennessee Jesus. Fellas, what is going on this week? Uh, I don't know, man. We went watch some uh, wrestling, man. Had a good time. It was a great time. We'll, we'll talk about it a little later, but it was it was a good time. Yeah. Hell yeah! <laughs> uh, lots of lots of good stuff of wrestling this week. We had big time wrestling, uh, Survivor Series War Games. We got some uh, full full gear to talk about since we took a week off for the holiday. Uh, how was you guys' holiday? How's your Thanksgiving? It was good. Uh, mine, was, mine was good. Yeah, man. Ate a lot. Awesome. Had uh, some possum. Did you deep fry it or smoke it? Or? No, we just uh, boil it in the pot with uh, like some onions and uh, celery. And uh, yeah, yeah, good. Nice. That tastes good yeah. with that Tennessee moonshine. Oh, uh, yeah, tastes really good with Tennessee <laughs> moonshine. <laughs> oh man, that's probably one of the most random Thanksgiving meals ever. Is possum, yeah, super random. It's good though. I mean, we think the pilgrims at awesome. <laughs> Native Americans. <laughs> Hey, 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 oh, <laughs> history. Ah, <laughs> oh, awesome. So random. Let's get into a random band entrance theme. Let's get it. Gonna have myself. Well, who won't put this on? So random. For fuck's sake. We got Katy Perry. This week, Katy Perry. The only, song that we, the only song that we could not use was um, Alien because that was uh, uh, used by Trevor Lee, a.k.a. Cameron Grimes uh, during his independent run. So, <clears throat> But uh, everything else is fair game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't right. even need to do any research on this. That's kind of yeah. amazing and sad all at the same time. Yep. You know, closet Katy Perry fan? Absolutely. All right. Well, you're out of the closet now. So. Yep. <laughs> Glad we got that settled. This is like me. I used to be a closet Kelly Clarkson fan and just, I just said, fuck it. I love Kelly Clarkson. So, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. All good. <laughs> yep. All right, so what you guys got for Katy Perry? Uh, I guess I can go first because I feel like Carl goes first all the time. Uh-huh. Um, and I, like I said, didn't have to think about it. It's pretty easy to me. Uh, and I went with firework. <sighs> pretty easy. Because you're a firework. Yep. Oh, Carl, what you got? Uh, so my... Um, uh, Wrestling name is going to be uh, Swish, Swisher Sweet. And uh, my entrance music is going to be Swish Swish 
That's that's what Feature, I think. Featuring. <laughs> ah, well, guess what? That's what you get for letting me go first. I, I know. It's all right. It's all good. Man. I don't even have a backup either. <laughs> no, there's all kinds no, of actually, No, actually, I do. I do have a backup. No. Switch, switch. Girl. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do. Roar. I'll do roar. Roar is a good one. And come out like like Jungle Boy. Yeah. Uh 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 uh. uh. <laughs> oh, awesome. All right. What you got for us for next week, Carl? Uh, we have uh. The Carpenters. Carpenters. Yeah. Oh, man. Which I thought they only sung Christmas songs, but apparently. <laughs> I think. I think they're ain't they brother and sister or something like that? Or husband and wife. Did a TV show? I think so. I think they're brother and sister. I ain't one hundred percent sure. Carpenters' greatest hits. And it's like half of what comes up is like Christmas songs. Yeah. All I want for Christmas is weed. Well, that's what we should do. Like pick a Christmas song we come out to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want a lot for Christmas. There is just oh, one we can probably, thing I need. We can do that a couple weeks. couple weeks. Christmas. Yeah, we'll do a Christmas, Christmas edition. <laughs> oh the carpenters all right awesome so that's a bit of research on my end because like I, <laughs> I don't know anything either <laughs> <separate movies>. yeah. <laughs> no i think they um uh, i take it all back i take it all back and they're the people that sung um i think i love you so oh that was um that was the carpenters that was the partridge family is it the Partridge Family? I thought it was a carpenter. Yeah. No, that was um oh, who the fuck was it? It was the the one dude. I don't know why Donnie Osmond's coming to my head. It's not Donnie Osmond. Um Donnie Osmond was in the Partridge family. Like... No, he wasn't. No, he yeah, was he um like Donnie Osmond was not the Partridge family. And who was he? Was he in, he was in, was he in, uh... Donnie, he was in a band, it was him and his sister. Okay, then that's probably Donnie who Mar- it was, then. No, it was Donnie that... and Marie. They didn't sing that song. Oh, are they the Carpenters, though? No, they're like, not the Carpenters. Carpenters. They're the Osmonds. <laughs> <laughs> so who sings I Think I Love You? I think uh, it was the fucking actor from the damn Partridge the Carpenters. trying to look. It's not the Carpenters. <laughs> I don't know. My fucking computer's acting up right now. There we go. Yeah, it's a Partridge family. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. What David Cass. I don't know. David Cass. I don't know. That was the uh I don't know the main the oldest kid in the Partridge family, Dave Cassidy. And what can I say, dude? Uh, what people look like. So I 
Yeah. It was a singing family. It wasn't the monkeys. Though. It was a, it's the partridge family. Oh, awesome. All right. Uh, be sure to hit us up on social media. Um, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok. Just search WrestleGeddon Podcast and we'll pop right up um, on any of those social media platforms. You can find us on Instagram too under for the underscore collection for some more of the toy side of our Instagram. But speaking of toys, we have partnered once again this year with the Fig Cave, the running podcast and the call up for the Fig Cave annual toy drive. I uh, still got plenty of time to get stuff sent over to our good friend, Phil Gentile, the Fig Cave um, to help out some kids in his area. Um, let me get that address for you if you want to send stuff his way. Uh, so all unopened toys will be accepted. Everyone that donates gets entered to win a free WWE Elite figure. Um, I believe the boys from the Running Podcast are going to add some stuff in there as well. Uh, but you can send stuff to the Fig Cave Toy Drive at P.O. Box 2458, Ellicott City, Maryland. That's E L L I C O T T, Ellicott City, Maryland 21041. Um, a lot of awesome deals on Amazon. So if you're a Prime member, of course, you get free shipping. Um, some awesome kids in that area are going to get some uh, Drew McIntyre wrecking motorcycles. So I'll come with a Drew McIntyre basic and uh, some uh, motorcycles you can destroy and put back together. So they're like, Poor kids. <laughs> I know. <laughs> 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 uh, but figure a lot of kids the kids like drew mcintyre so kids like motorcycles kids like shit they can break apart and put back together so yeah that's a win it was awesome so a lot of lots of cool deals there's like some transformers on amazon that were like really good deals um all kinds of stuff like the price doesn't matter honestly like kids really don't care but they just deserve to have something under the tree for them especially the ones that you know, parents might be struggling, may have recently lost a job, needing a little extra help. It's all good. We do what we can. Yeah. And that's what we did. Yeah, or if they made it a naughty list, and you know, send us not bringing them to Oh, good stuff there. All right. So before we get into everything else, speaking of toys, we're going to go ahead and do a little unboxing again here on the podcast. Um, this will end up on our YouTube channel as well. We're going to take a look at the AEW you Unmatched Collection. This is Series 5. Oh, my God, it's Chris. <laughs> Brian Danielson. <laughs> Brian Danielson or Daniel Bryan? Brian? Brian Danielson. I do no. have a Daniel Bryan to compare it to, though. <laughs> okay, let's do that. All right. So Who has a better this. beard? <laughs> the the Brian Danielson. The Daniel. The Daniel Bryan has a better beard. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so here's the, uh, I believe this is one of his later Mattels. It's the only one I had on my shelf. I kind of picked like my favorite one and put it on the shelf. So, um, okay. but yeah, so there's that one. That's a Mattel one. So we're going to pop this one open here. I think that was from a wrestling, one of the WrestleManias. That actually might be the WrestleMania where he won the 
on the, the title. Oh, really? I think so. Maybe How you tell the difference? I don't know. Honestly, I don't even know what it is. All right, let's get Danielson out of the box here. He's got two heads. Got a screaming face, serious face. Okay. Face scans aren't too bad. It's definitely some of the... Uh, his nose is a lot bigger to get broken. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yeah, I mean, broken nose. It is AEW. <laughs> People do get injured quite a bit. I didn't know what to put that stuff, so I put it on the on Michelangelo. <laughs> so there's uh, uh, Danielson out of the box. A little bit better look at the face sculpt there. So. Actually, not bad. It's pretty cool. The tight, the ring gear, it's pretty solid. A solid job in there. Detail in the boots is pretty good, too. I like that. I don't know if I like the the one with him yelling. Looks like he's about to blow the elite or something. <laughs> Might be. There's Put a serious face. Put a serious face on him. That was like that's like a cross between like Triple H and uh, I was gonna say it kind of looks like X Pac. Yeah, X Pac and Triple H like had a baby. That would be or like um like Buddy Murphy. Kind of looks like Murphy. Yeah. Or Buddy yeah. Matthews or whatever the hell his name is now. Triple Park. Triple Park. <laughs> or the one, two, three, H. There you go. Two, three, H. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. Yeah, that actually does kind of look a little better with the yeah. Serious yeah, yeah. it does look better. Let's see a uh, comparison here with the neither one of like the AEW fa- uh, face cup looks better, uh, but neither one of them look like Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson. Yeah, it is kind of like the the screaming face sculpt looks more like them than the serious one. Yeah, the WWE, the WWE uh, one looks like uh, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. <laughs> so it looks like you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I shaved my beard, man. Come on, man. I know, it's so weird. <laughs> I mean, overall, like it's not bad. It's a pretty solid figure. It's one of the better AEW figures I've seen. Oh. Yeah, they pumped this thing out pretty quick. He, he's been what AEW for like a year. Yeah, something like that. I think I think it's been a little bit longer than that now, hasn't it? Yeah, somewhere around there. I mean, that's usually like turnaround time for most figures is a year, especially if it's like a new body scan or new body or uh, face sculpt. I think this is actually. The AEW figures are bigger than the WWE ones. Kind of makes you wonder if they're actually in scale. Because I think Daniel Bryan is shorter than Punk. 
By like a little bit. Yeah, yeah I don't know. They're about the same. These figures are about the same height. So I got the AEW punk on my desk here. That's kind of, eh, I don't know. It's kind of disappointing as far as like scale goes. Did you think someone would like Santana and Ortiz, like I think Ortiz is a little smaller. So he should be like him and Daniel Bryan. Bryan Danielson should be about the same height. Yep. I don't know. Gotcha. Yeah. I never never really pay attention when they do the like weigh ins like yeah. in this corner weighing two hundred and thirty pounds. Standing six foot four. Out of probably North Carolina. <laughs> Some dumb motherfucker. <laughs> Random creator wrestler number one. Let's get into what people are actually here to listen to us talk about. Pokemon. Woo-hoo. Pokemon. Yeah. How many how many Pokemon have you slaughtered in that new game, Garrett? <laughs> um none. How many how many limbs and arms have you harvested? None. <laughs> none. Kill so nobody. You haven't killed any Pokemon? No, 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 never that. So apparently that's what you do now. You kill them and then you take their arms. No, 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 no. Of them. So no, 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 no. They don't just they they don't just faint anymore. They actually die. <laughs> I mean, yeah, kinda. <laughs> I always wait till they faint and then snap a picture of them. <laughs> Why am I not surprised with that one? Exactly. Seems like something Carl would do. Something like that. Yep. Why are you not? Probably not what? Oh, my internet's being stupid on my laptop. Oh, man, Chris. Quit being stupid, laptop. All right. You sure it's the internet or not the laptop? Could be the hard drive. Uh, it's the internet. You sure it's not user error? It's not user error. Sure, sure you didn't get a virus or something? No virus. Trojan horse? <laughs> Trojan whore? You mean not on dirty sites? Close your computer down. <laughs> the internet is for porn. I mean, pretty much. <laughs> as long as you have good antivirus software. Yeah. Like a condom. <laughs> you actually don't need any of it. Just don't click, just don't click on a lot of stuff. That's true. Yeah, don't click on the pop-ups. Yeah. And then when they tell you your, vir- your computer's infected with the virus, it's not. It's usually some kind of uh, call center in India trying to get you to buy Amazon gift cards. <laughs> or trying to give you back access to your computer. 
or yeah, that or the yeah, the whole, like I'm all remote into it, and then now you got that me five hundred dollars to get back into your computer. What the fuck is going on? What's going on, Gary? You giving us play ball? Apparently, apparently, every tag team in AEW is coming out to. Uh... Oh, the acclaim laid down a uh, thing on Dynamite that they're going to give a match to like the second best. Well, they said the best tag team in AEW, then uh, Billy Gunn ripped them a new one, told them, like, you're the best, you're the champions. I'm like, oh, the second best. So, <laughs> so I don't like know if they're fun- doing Well, so far, uh, the guns came out, then uh, Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal came out, and mm-hmm. now we got the best tag team in AEW out. The best tag team in AEW? Yeah, it's not the acclaimed. Sting and Darby Allen. FTR? Yeah. It's too soon for FTR to get a shot at the acclaimed because you know FTR. If as soon as they get that ring, that um, AEW title shot, they're winning those those belts. I mean, they should already put them on them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just my opinion. It's not opinion. It's a fact to life. Fact. They should have won those belts off the Bucks. Like, plain and simple. That's how it should have went. All right. Well, since we're talking AEW already, let's go ahead. I know everybody already knows the results for full gear. Um, Who won? No, Who won? I watched it. <laughs> what are your, your, your thoughts on the, the pay-per-view overall? I didn't watch it. You didn't watch it? No. Damn it, Gary, you're on a fucking wrestling podcast. If it's that yeah. shit, you tell me when I don't fucking watch SmackDown, like, you're on a fucking wrestling podcast. Dude, I, I, watch I barely watch wrestling. <laughs> I'm on a wrestling podcast and don't even watch wrestling, so it's all good, man. I don't care anymore. You know what, Carl? Did you do you. Did you watch the match at all? I watch none of it. Okay. Sorry. I mean, it was it was pretty good. I mean, the only thing I missed was the um the Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus cage match. Oh, that was like probably the best match on the card. I did um go back and see some highlights of it. Um, also the um they built it up pretty well. The story wasn't bad. The yeah. uh. I know they kind of did botch the uh, the elbow drop when they kept replaying it from the angle that clearly shows that, you know, he missed the elbow drop. So, <laughs> uh, but other than that, like, the match was, like, it looked pretty good. So I just yeah, didn't get a chance good. to go back and watch the full match. Glad that uh, they gave Jack Perry the win on that one. Um, I think, who did we pick? Um, Garrett was the only one that picked Jungle Boy. Carl, you and I picked Luchasaurus. So. I know. What a bunch of dumbasses. All right. <laughs> oh, what else we have? You get on the card here. Death Triangle uh, taking on the Elite. Death Triangle ends up picking up the win on that one, uh, which the takes us off to uh, Elite Death had the best entrance. Elite had yeah. the best fucking entrance in a while. Yeah, that's yeah. that was probably the best part of that match. 
<laughs> in all honesty, like to me, yeah, like, I mean it was it was the best entrance, anyways. It was a good match, though. I enjoyed the match. I mean, of course, there's like too many super kicks, but as I, I mean, as typical AEW. Yep. But it was no. good. I enjoyed the match. Like I wouldn't say it was a bad match. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't a bad match. It's just you know something that we've seen numerous times before, and, and we're going to see, uh, see it for another times. seven times. So, um, at least we got four more to go. So, I just, I just don't understand. I don't get the reasoning to make it a best of seven when we know that the elite's going to end up winning somehow at the the end of the series so and it's not like the matches are that drastically different from the last from like each week so far like they've been relatively the same maybe they'll add a stipulation i think they should they need to do something like a ladder match oh that honestly that that should be the the last match the blow-off match for this the best of seven should be a ladder match yeah. Oh, because you know it's going to end up being like three and three going into that final matchup. Because like, there's no way that they can do it any yeah. differently. <laughs> or they can do like a the first ever triple threat karate glove match and put a karate glove on each string post and you have to go up and collect all three of them. <laughs> Coal miners. Glove on a pole match. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Or yeah, was... uh, Tony Tony Khan on a pole. <laughs> Tony Khan's Tony cocaine on a pole match. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, awesome! Um, actually, the yeah. So Death Triangle wins. I'm actually the only one that picked Death Triangle. Uh, and you guys picked the elite. So, woohoo! I'm proud of you. Me too. <laughs> 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 uh, what else we got? What was the next one? Jade Cargill versus Nyla Rose. Um, for the that TBS okay Championship. This is like the first match where I feel Jade actually had a credible opponent. But it, the match kind of yeah. didn't deliver... Like I was hoping it was going to. No, it wouldn't. But it was at least it was entertaining though. Like I wouldn't say it was a bad match. No, like there there's been worse, and that came later yeah. in the show. But um, I will <laughs> say, like, say what you want about Jade Cargill, um, like her in ring presence, whatever, like her wrestling ability, but her pay per view yeah. ring gear is always on point. Always, like. That that Chitara like Thundercats gear was was pretty awesome. Mm. So yeah, I enjoyed that. So pretty solid. I think I really do think that they're kind of dropping the ball with Jade and keeping her away from like the top tier of the women's division and just relegating her to like strictly being like the TBS champion. I, well, I, I think, think they're trying to build her. I think so too, but who, who else does she have left to wrestle? Like she's ran through that 
all the women that they've gone through, like the TBS women's division. Like, Maybe. and now we um, get like whatever is going on Mark, between her and her and Bow Wow, which we'll get into a little later. But I have her versus Bow Wow. That'd be good. <laughs> Bow Wow gets slapped around like the little bitch that he is. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's great. Yeah. You can go bounce with me, bounce with me. Uh, all three of us picked Jade on that one. Good call on that. And what we got the fatal four way for the Ring of Honor world title. Isn't that match on the card, which actually was a pretty solid matchup, too? Yeah, um, that was this is probably, I think this is probably one of my favorite matches of the night was this one here. Yeah. Um, so Chris Jericho ends up retaining over Danielson, uh, Castanoli, and Sammy Guevara. A lot of spots there, um, with uh, Guevara like breaking up pins. With, Jericho and um clearly like you know of course Sammy wants to win like if you're in this type of matchup everybody wants to win so yeah for me it's far about absolutely uh, what do you have I had Carl you're the only one that picked Jericho to win that one yep. at least somebody knows what's going on <laughs> yep Garrett picked uh, Danielson. I picked Casanoli. Yeah. I can't believe Garrett picked him. What a dumbass. I know. <laughs> so dumb. Uh, awesome. Uh, uh, next matchup with Soraya uh, taking on Dr. Britt Baker in her AEW debut matchup. This one, I I don't know. Like, I'm glad Soraya made it out. With, made it out without getting injured, but it wasn't. It was probably like one of the worst matches on the card. I think I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I didn't know. I didn't fall asleep. I just thought I did. So like you could tell that Baker was kind of trying to protect Soraya in this matchup, like because yeah. there were times where, like the pace would quicken and then they'd slow it down, like almost to a crawl, yeah. and it's just. It wasn't good. No. Yeah, I, I think I was daydreaming during this match. That's <laughs> probably what it was. I don't know if Soraya was doing anything like outside, like to kind of get herself prepared for this matchup. But um, it was just uh, it, it's, it's, you can tell that she hasn't wrestled in a while. Like, if you yeah. couldn't, remember. like if you didn't know. Um, yeah. Well, Carl, you you pick Baker. Garrett and I both pick Soraya. And who's right? Um, not you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, what do we have here next? The the triple threat for the TNT Championship. This one caught me by surprise. Um, with yeah. Samoa Joe coming out on top of Wardlow and Hobbs, being um, the uh, yeah. fourth fourth Samoan with uh, double titles. Yeah. yeah, all TV. He's like the like the greatest TV champion there is, right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. I agree. Too bad he's not part of the bloodline. Yeah. He's like the only Samoan in wrestling that's not related to the Anoa family. 
Wait, is he, is he even Samoan? Yes, he, he is Samoan. Uh, I thought he was like from California or whatever. Well, well, he is from California, but like he, his heritage is Samoan. Is uh, oh, okay. is uh, is is Zion Quinn uh related to them? Because he's Samoan. Who? I don't know. It might be NXT. You know what I'm talking about, right, Carl? Yeah. Or uh, Chris? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I know, I, he's, I know he's Samoan. I don't know if he's related though. I don't. I'm not 100 percent sure on that one. Might have to look that one up, but. Are they really Samoan? Because some people be making that. No, shit no, no like yeah, that. he's like actually but, Samoan. He might actually be related to them. No, I don't know. I'll look it up. As you oh, go into the next match. Awesome. Trying to see. Okay, so none of us picked Samoa Joe. Um, Carl and I yeah. both picked Wardlow. Garrett, you picked Hobbs. Which I'm kind of surprised. I like I really, I thought like it could go either way between Wardlow and Hobbs. But like yeah. Samoa Joe is like completely out of left field on that one. Yeah. Which I'm not I mad. Wonder, Carl, Carl is correct. What? He's not actually Samoan. Who's that? Zion Quinn. He's Australian. Yeah. Okay. Oh, awesome. All right. We had uh, Sting and Darby Allen taking on the team of Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. No DQ tag match. This was a fun match. Jarrett actually looked pretty good in this matchup, too. No, I think he actually looked a lot better than Sting did, unfortunately. Um, um, the match overall wasn't bad. That's good. Uh, so I have to say something because this will make both of you laugh. So uh, Athena's wrestling on Rampage. And y'all will yeah. never guess who the fuck she's wrestling. <laughs> she's wrestling the girl that was with the ninja. What? Oh, She's really? wrestling I'm with Danny Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I was like, that's fucking awesome. I saw her and immediately knew who she was. I was like, that's funny. Danny Mo. No, no ninja. No, no facade. Just, just Danny Mo. You might have wrestled on dark. <laughs> Probably. That's cool. Ninja. <laughs> Use your ninja power. <laughs> Fucking ninja chop! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's great. Uh, Let's see. Of course, Sting and Darby Allen won that matchup. Um, I picked Sting and Darby. Um, You guys both picked Jarrett Lethal. (sighs) Fucking Tony Khan fucking shit up again. (laughs) That's what happens when you're a coked out loser. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're not caring for the ninja. Oh, AEW Women's Championship, Jamie Hayter uh, defeating Tony Storm, which was quite surprising on that one. Um, I think we all picked Tony Storm to, to pick up the win on that. Um, yes, I we all we did. Yep. I think we did. I'm not, I was pleasantly surprised. Like, I love Jamie Hayter. So, um, this officially makes her the queen of asses in AEW. Um, cause this was just, this was more than the women's championship match. This match was for the, the best ass in AEW. And Jamie Hayter officially has the best ass in AEW. Yeah. Besides Billy again. Yeah. I mean, he is an ass man. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, that was great. Uh, let's see, we had the acclaimed defending against Swerve in our glory. Uh, of course, the acclaim retained. Um, then we saw, finally saw the split between Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. But then they had like a little powwow on Dynamite the next night or the following Dynamite. Yeah. Not sure what uh, happened of that one because I don't think they had anything on Dynamite this week between the two of them. Um, they did. Oh, Rampage. On Rampage. On Rampage. Yeah. I fell asleep watching Dynamite because it was trash. Um, There's Uh, only one good thing on Dynamite, and we'll talk about it later. I hope it's not what you think it is. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Uh, That was... That match didn't even happen. That was kind of what we thought was going to be a triple threat match or something that ended up being the uh, Ricky Starks taking on Brian Cage, Starks beating Cage, and then having his match with um, Adam Page on Dynamite. Uh, Main event, MJF taking on uh, Moxley. Uh, MJF wins with the help of William Regal. Uh, we all actually picked MJF to win. So this this brings us into Dynamite this week, or last week, and ties into this week. So we get, last week, we don't get MJF on the show at all. As everyone is well aware, we get Regal talking about why he turned on Moxley, blah, blah, blah. We get confrontation between Moxley and Regal. Danielson comes out, tries to calm everything down, you know, gives this whole spiel on how much, you know, William Regal is like a father to him, you know, all this other crap and, you know, how much he loves Regal and doesn't want Mox to do this. So Moxley ends up leaving, Regal leaves, like all this bullshit. And then we get into this week's Dynamite with um, Moxley starting off the show and immediately... You know, starts talking trash about there's nobody in the back, you know, that wants to step up to him, all this other shit. And then Hangman Page returns. And this, this is how we kick off the show. So immediately, you already know that we're not getting any resolution between what happened with MJF and Moxley. Because yep. then we go later in the night, and we have MJF and Regal. MJF debuts a new belt with the uh, the Brewberry strap, which looks awesome. I'm not gonna not gonna lie, like it fits MJF perfectly. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. then he blasts William Regal from behind, and that's then we're done. Like you and should out, stand. And out comes Danielson. I the whole thing was stupid to me. Yeah. Because you have no payoff. There's no resolution between Mox and MJF. You, you don't have to have it right now. But it doesn't make sense to have Moxley just go right into something with Hangman and not even confront MJF at all about, you know, confront him and Regal about what happened at the pay-per-view. Well, 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 he, he kind of can't. If he, he got kicked out, you know. No, I'm just saying. 
Like they should have the way it should have to me what made sense is you have Moxley should have tried to should have like goaded MJF and to give him a rematch. But so the next but there's no rematch clauses. Yeah. And then yeah, plus why, like you, you already said you get tired of seeing the same matches over and over. Moxley but, and but this is the thing, like it would have made more sense to have Mox like push MJF into a rematch. And then Hangman Page comes back and costs Moxley the match. But then you wouldn't have and any resolution with that. Because yeah. then what does Moxley do? Does he first would have the, you have the Yeah, then he goes into the program with Page for costing him the match. But then Instead he still get like, no resolution with MGF because he got yeah. interfered again. So he well, never actually gets it. It is more so than it, you, it's more than what we got. <laughs> Well, sometimes you don't need it. Sometimes you need something like the brew, and then, you know, Moxley, three months from now, can be like, you know what, MJF? You and fucking Regal cheated me, and I want revenge. I, I think they... I think they got themselves backed into a corner with the whole Regal thing. Because apparently his... Like, from what everybody is reporting, and the rumor is that his contract is up this month. And he hasn't like resigned a contract. So that's like, so January he's free to do whatever. So I think that's what happened is they kind of, kind of got themselves in the corner with the whole William Regal thing. Mm-hmm. And then they had the rush, rush a storyline to get him off TV. Well, just, they could have paid him to stay. Uh, I mean, Everybody uh, has a price. Everybody's got a price. <laughs> but to be but to be fair, wouldn't you have rather seen uh MJF beat up uh Regal than Moxley? Doesn't it make more sense? The, it yeah, does make more sense. Like they could have did that like right. after the, the title match or you know the next week on Dynamite, but nah, it's, it's good. I like it. Like I I'm not gonna overreact to that incident. I, I just think that there's more they could have done. Like it just it was just lackluster to me. So. Well like we say wrestling is subjective. Everyone has their opinion. So that's why that's why we're here. Let's talk about our opinions. Yeah. See if it had been me CM Punk would have came out and challenged MJF for the title. I but. that's Honestly, that probably would have been the best option out of everything on the table. Because we all know Punk's coming back. Like, there's... They've never said... They've not said anything about Punk being let go from his contract. Nothing. Punk is coming back. And when he comes back, we're getting Punk versus the Elite. And if they don't do that, then they're stupid. Fuck Punk. Fuck the Elite. (laughs) Fuck them. And they're... Like, cause you know, he's coming back. Like they fucking, so you saw that match last week where, uh, Matt Jackson went to do the buckshot and then like flipped over the rope and fell, which was, you know, mocking when punk did it and injured himself. And then you had Omega hit the, uh, the go to sleep and then bit, uh, Pac's arm, which is all stuff that happened. Well, the biting thing happened from was supposed to have happened through the media thing. The media scrum, the battle brawl afterwards. 
but like deliberately doing like the GTS and then mocking Punk doing the buckshot. Like he's coming back. Once he's healed up from his injury. So nah. Fucking nah, he's coming back. I hope not. <laughs> Punk versus why? the elite is money. Like money on the why, table. Why did why is Justin Roberts nicknamed the Dapper Yapper? Uh something Jim Ross was calling him in WWE. It's cause like how nice he dresses, I guess. So Sounds gay. Wow, QT, you have such a great match record. 52 and 51, baby. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) They just showed it, and I'm like, this is the funniest How did QT get 52 wins? (laughs) He's got 52 wins and 51 losses, which he's about to have 52 losses because he's going to lose the game. (laughs) It's just so funny. Oh, awesome. All right, so that was bit of the rundown for aw let's get into survivor series war games from last saturday um i unfortunately i only got to see like one match which was the the women's title match damn it chris yeah i didn't get a chance to you're on a wrestling podcast wait you watched the women's title match so you watched like the worst match on the card and it wasn't because of shotzi (laughs) like god no like Ronda, did everything to make that match good. <laughs> Ronda just doesn't give a shit. Like she's regressed. Like from the time that she debuted yeah. to now, like she's just there, and it, it feels like she's just there to collect an easy paycheck. Won't take any bumps. Yeah. Like what? And it's getting to be like, you know how like. Uh, Moxley, when he was talking with Austin about the the match with Lesnar, um, and Lesnar refused to like do anything that Moxley wanted to do, and that that's this is what it reminds me of. It reminds me of like of that, like Ronda thinks that she's above everybody else and doesn't want to do any of the spots or anything like that. Because there was that one spot with the DDT. Onto the apron, which Rhonda fucked yeah. it up. Yeah. Like she could have like severely like either injured herself or injured Shotzi. Because she like wasn't prepared to do the move and held on to the top rope, which made Shotzi come down and have to, you know, land even farther off the top and put her in like an unsafe predicament. It's like yeah. fucking Nia Jax wrestling. <laughs> Sucks. So, but that—that's pretty much like the only match I can speak on. Like I've seen highlights of everything else, but um, unfortunately, yeah. that was the only match I got to watch. So, um, what are you guys' overall thoughts? War games. Uh, yeah. Women's match uh, kind of started off a little shaky. Yep. Um, but it got better. Oh, yeah. Um, the men's, I was telling Garrett, um, like, I wouldn't say, like, as far as, like, match goes, like a War Games match or anything like that, like, it was, like, a good, great match. But as far as, like, storyline goes, it was kind of really good. 
I've heard um a lot of people were saying that the women's war games match was a little bit better than the men's. As far as, as far as like, like as far as like action goes, yeah. Yeah. But as far like as the, like and as far goes. as like like the storylines that revolved, like everybody on the women's team, with the exception of Becky, had something going on with each other in between. Like everyone had like a storyline going on between each other on both of those teams. So like with Mia Yim and um Rhea Ripley. Of course, like Asuka and Alexa, damage control, same thing with Bianca Belair. So there's like multiple storylines that were being touched upon during that matchup. And I think that's what a lot of people were complimenting the match on. And then, of course, you add Becky in there as like the big surprise return. You know, and she's got history with Bailey and. I wouldn't say even even more than that too is you also had more competitors in the women's match that had already competed in war games. Yeah. They're like I think the only person on the men's side was Owens, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Yep. I mean, and then the, it's the way the match worked itself out. Like at the end, it was like a little drawn out when you know it could have been better. Um, on the men's, the. Uh, I would say the best match that was a triple threat match, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think we agreed on that. Yep. I would agree. The U.S. title match. I did. I saw highlights of that. That's. Mm-hmm. I also the highlights that I saw. The match looked amazing. Yeah. And at no point did you expect Theory to win that match. No. no. <laughs> they actually they they did a really good job of turning Theory around in the two weeks coming up. To the two mm-hmm. three weeks since that failed cash in with him being like the joke of like everyone because he cashed in on the u.s title and couldn't win it to making him more of a serious character and coming into this triple threat match and come walking out as u.s champion yeah and then like you know the monday night the raw after the pay-per-view this past monday even building up onto that more so yeah. like the selfie taking kind of douchey theory completely gone and now you have this more aggressive badass austin theory and i think it's a phenomenal turnaround for that character i was kind of surprised lashley didn't come out uh monday and ended up being rollins but So maybe they'll move up Lashley onto something else. But, maybe. But I like the way that they're like, since you don't have like a main title, because you know, Roman doesn't show up on Raw very often, and there's not really anyone on Raw challenging for the undisputed, you know, the the main titles. I like how they're building up the US title as a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that was the purpose of a lot of that was the purpose of the cash in too, was to kind of you know hype up the u.s title and plus it also got the the briefcase off of theory especially if they plan on doing money in the bank at, at wrestlemania i uh i had heard a rumor that uh roman might defend both titles uh separately at wrestlemania one day night one one night two really mm-hmm. interesting i had a I had a thought for uh, WrestleMania, and 
y'all tell me if it's a good or a bad idea. So, everybody wants Brock versus Roman Reigns for the world title, right? Or for the yeah. universe title, WWE title. Um, so, I figured out a way that you can get them both into a match, but not have Roman or The Rock win the Royal Rumble. So get this. This is my idea for WrestleMania. Have WrestleMania be a triple threat match. Right? Okay. Okay. And the title of it could be Past, Present, and Future. So you know who the the three participants are going to be? The Rock, Roman, and Jay Uso. Not Jay. Solo. Solo. Yeah. What? Have Solo win the Royal Rumble. Then, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have Roman Reigns kind of feeding with him. And then, you now have The Rock come in to intervene in it and then make it a triple threat match. Yeah. And that way, they can still have Roman win without having to pin The Rock. Mm-hmm. Roman Penn Solo. Yep. Yeah, that would be pretty solid. Or hell, if you wanted um, to, you know, boost Solo, you could have Solo pick up the win and then yeah. split titles up that way or something. Yep. That'd be pretty cool. I don't know the likelihood of getting The Rock versus Roman, though, so I think that's the... That's what they're banking on. Yeah. I mean, we all want to see it. Like, there's, there's no doubt. Like, that's what everybody wants right now. The Rock versus Roman. You know? I mean, The Rock's been dropping dropping stuff, like, here and there about it. So, I mean, he said he would love to do it. It's just got to line up. So, we'll see if it happens. I mean, awesome. WrestleMania is the same time every year. I know, but you got to look at his, like, filming schedule and all that, too. So, if he's already committed yeah. to film something so all right cool so survivor series war games we have that on saturday night then the three of us took a little trip to the historic dorton arena here in raleigh north carolina home to a lot of wrestling over the years um big time wrestling's return of the dragon yeah, uh, which was marked the return to the ring. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat in the main event six man tag match, as he teamed up with FTR to take on Jay Lethal, Brock Anderson, and a mystery opponent. Um, uh, for Arn Anderson in the corner. Excuse you, you said it wrong. It was not Jay Lethal. I did not see Jay Lethal black, there. We saw the Black Machismo. Thank you. So. <laughs> Oh, awesome. All right, let's get into this. We had a battle royal to kick off the pre-show, uh, which was yeah. won by none other than the big bad booty daddy, the genetic freak himself, Scott Steiner. Uh, this match also featured Tommy Dreamer and a whole bunch of uh, local guys that nobody knew who they were. <laughs> we had the uh, the Amish guys. Their oh, yeah, the Amish chicken and their farmer turner, guys. Which they wouldn't give fucking... Uh, they would not give fucking Carl any butter. I didn't fucking understand. I don't get yeah. it either. Well, I, I was like this bored. I was bored the whole uh, 
whole thing. I was just sitting quietly over in the corner. Uh, <laughs> we were going to prove that wrong to all it. of you. So, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did get, we did do a, a bit of a blog on there too. Um, or a vlog, I should say, not a blog. Uh, we did get some video stuff from the, from the show. So, uh, once I get some time to sit down and get that edited together and all that. So look for that up on our YouTube, um, sometime in the near future. So it was a good time. Um, I got, uh, my elite Ricky steamboat chase signed. The steamboat was awesome. Super cool. Um, the overall show was great. Um, Oh yeah. Battle Royal, like I said, it was the, the Jimmy Valiant Boogie Woogie Invitational Battle Royal or Royale, sorry, Battle Royale. Um, which we saw Jimmy Valiant grab a dude's nuts, um, then bite his face and then stick his finger in their ass. Yes, we did. So, in, in that order, <laughs> yes, Tyler Brown from out of town. <laughs> <laughs> So apparently that is classic Jimmy Valiant. Um, I did not grow up watching Jimmy Valiant. He was um, not part of anything I that I watched. So, but uh, from what I was told, that's cl- that's classic Jimmy Valiant. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it was entertaining. So, uh, then we kicked off the show uh, singles match. Matt Hardy uh, taking on Crowbar for the very first time ever. Uh, Crowbar, of course, WCW superstar was also an impact. Um, TNA is Devin Storm. Um, he had some fat dude with him who's apparently his name was Percival. Uh, but he was a very reminiscent of the Shockmaster, as Carl Carl pointed <laughs> out to the all Shockmaster. Of <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Look was... out for the Shockmaster! It was bad. Where's he going? He, he did look like the Shockmaster. Uh, the, the poor woman in front of us, I thought she was going to piss her pants. <laughs> <laughs> it's our night. No. <laughs> oh, it was pretty good. Uh, well, the Matt Hardy matchup was good. Him and Crowbar put on a pretty solid matchup. Um, great opening contest for the show. Uh, we had the end. WA World Junior Heavyweight Championship on the line as Kerry Morton uh, defended against Brian Pillman Jr. Um, I will say our three seats were very pro by Brian Pillman. Fuck Kerry Morton. <laughs> we tried to oh. tell his uh, his uh, 80-year-old grandma to, uh, <laughs> to, <laughs> to teach him how to wrestle. <laughs> I, I would say it's like we were talking about this before the show started. Um, Garrett and I were in line for rookie steamboat and Carl was, you know, sitting over and saving our seats and stuff. Um, there was this woman that we all saw. She had on these like freaking like rock and roll express, like style tights, a Bret Hart, like Hitman Jersey, like hockey Jersey. And she was standing at the rock and roll express's table. And I shit you not. I really thought it was fucking Ricky Morton. (laughs) And then she turned around and it was like this 90 year old woman. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. It was, it was so bad. Oh man. But back to this, uh, Carrie Morton ended up defeating, uh, Brian Pillman 
the match Fuck. wasn't bad. I just no. uh, I don't care for Kerry Morton at nope. all. Like he's I, all right. He, he's all right. I just uh, I, I I just don't like him. I like Brian Pillman more. We like so. we like Brian. Yeah, yeah. I like Brian Pillman more. I mean, Kerry Morton. I he he's not bad. He's just like a mid card guy on an yeah. indie show. You know what I mean? I mean, he's okay. Pretty much. I don't see him taking off. Like, I don't see him, like, exploding onto the scene and being, like, super over uh, like, oh, his, no. like his dad. Like, yeah, I, no. I don't think he's ever going to achieve, like, the the stardom that, you know, the Rock and Roll Express did. Especially yeah, no. not, as a, not as a singles competitor. So. No. Pillman or, has potential, potential, potential to do that. He just needs to be in the right position. And the varsity yeah. blonde is not the right position. To... No. Oh, man. That was a solid matchup. Uh, let's see. We had the big time wrestling heavyweight championship match uh, by the. This was uh, Danny Miles, who was the uh, big time wrestling champion. Uh, this match pretty much came out, ran down like. There's nobody in the back open to do his open challenge. Nobody answered it. Uh, Teddy Long, who is the, the special guest commissioner for the night, uh, came out and um, announced that Danny will be defending the title against the Neon Ninja facade. Which, um, If you've watched Ring of Honor in the last couple of years, you're familiar with facade as he was working for them. Um, and then his valet, Danny Moe, was actually on a rampage tonight wrestling Athena. Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure Athena beat the shit out of her. <laughs> um, she might be dead. She might be dead. <laughs> so I know Athena took out one chick the other night with like just a punch. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, j- j- Speaking of Teddy Long, I... Uh... There was a thought for me to get him to sign my Undertaker shirt, but uh, I decided not to. He's going to go one on one player. with the Undertaker player. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this match the uh, the heavyweight title match wasn't bad. The BTW heavyweight championship match it was pretty nope. solid. So we had yeah. a lot of fun during this matchup. Uh, we we're very pro facade and his uh, <laughs> neon ninja ways. So, unfortunately, he did not capture the Big Time Wrestling Championship. His to ninja, a ninja kick! <laughs> his ninja powers failed. <laughs> but we still, we still believed in the ninja. We did. Oh, that was a great match. Uh, tag team match. Uh, Rock and Roll Express uh, taking on the Briscoes. Actually defeated the Briscoes. Was an entertaining match. Um, I actually got into a little bit of a uh, back and forth with someone on Facebook that was bitching about the Rock and Roll Express still wrestling. Um, oh God! I was like, "Look, man, like it was a fun match. It was less than seven minutes, less than ten minutes. The match was like seven minutes on a three-hour card." Yeah, like, like everyone loved it. Like everyone yeah. had a great time, regardless nah, people, if you were there. I didn't love it. Them boys should have put them in a casket. Them boys, yeah, them boys should have won. Like the Briscoes, like I, I agree. The, they the should Briscoes have brought a casket killed. out there. They should have made it a casket match, and 
the Rock and Roll Express should have been put to rest. That should have killed Rock and Roll. <laughs> I, I just don't like the people that like are like, yeah, they're too old to wrestle, have some dignity. Man, shut the fuck up. I Everybody mean, came to see your ass wrestle. Honestly, in all honesty, the Rock and Roll Express probably could have retired a long ass time ago if they were actually paid correctly or paid well during their their main heyday because they got shafted out quite a bit of money um wrestling for like nwa and um like for vince early on in their careers like they're only getting like a hundred bucks a night between the two and, and here, here's a, another thing too is maybe they enjoy it maybe they have fun they, they do. I mean, like it's like you could tell like especially like ricky morton like the day that he has to like retire, like that he feels he cannot go anymore, is going to be like one of the most heartbreaking moments of his life. Mm-hmm. Like, because you can tell he feels he's at home in that ring. Yeah. I mean, Robert Gibson, like you could, like you can see the look on his face, like regardless of where his eye is looking, but like you can tell it's kind of the same with him too. But like he knows, like I can't do it anymore. So with this being like their final run for big time wrestling and their final like hurrah as a tag team, um, you know, where Ricky will probably go on and do some more stuff with his son because he's been tagging with with Carrie quite a bit. But like the day that Ricky Morton has to officially, you know, hang up his boots is going to be very heartbreaking for him. Um, I mean, the crowd had fun. The crowd had fun. The crowd was into it. The Rock and Roll Express was so over like they got a huge pop. Like from the 300 yeah. people that were there, um, like even the Briscoes got a great pop, and then they tried to run us down, like do the heel thing. Um, the Brisco, the Rock and Roll Express had a jukebox that was supposed to be part of their entrance, but uh, the jukebox wasn't working, so the Briscoes had to kill time, so they kind of lit into the fans in attendance, <laughs> tell them they need to take a shower and they smell and they smell like cow shit. So. I mean. <laughs> They, I mean, some, some of them. Question, there are some questionable I mean, people that there, smell pretty there, bad. Quite a few that walked by me because I was sitting on the aisle seat that definitely need to take a damn shower. Like you give uh, us all a bad name, dickweeds. Deodorant, smell like, motherfuckers. Smell like ass and brute. <laughs> 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 ass and axe body spray. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude! Like. Take a fucking shower before you come to these shows. Get some deodorant. Like, you can get deodorant at the fucking dollar store now. Like, there's no excuse. <laughs> Jesus. Especially if you're going to take a picture of the talent. Like, I don't want right. to smell that shit. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. It was a fun tag match. Like, you know, we're very, we're behind the Briscoes. Like, this is the first time I've gotten to see the Briscoes wrestle. Like, in person. For one me, of the, one of the reasons why I wanted to go. So, but aside from uh, steamboat wrestling, but yeah, uh, so that was pretty solid. Of course, Rock and Roll Express won. The finish was the uh, botch chair shot from uh, Mark Briscoe. Um, ended up smacking Jay over the head with the chair, so which um, mm-hmm. Carrie Morton or Ricky Morton hit the uh, Canadian destroyer. That like fake ass fucking chair. <laughs> that chair was bad. 
I will say though, Ricky Martin hits a pretty mean uh, Canadian destroyer. Like, yeah, man, he's pretty good uh, at it. for for his age. He's it's pretty solid. And I know a lot of that depends on your opponent, but like for him to even try to attempt something like that at his age is like I I give him props. Like I'll give him props for that. So. Oh, awesome. Then we had the uh, women's matchup here, which uh, North Carolina's own Savannah Evans uh, defeating Amber Nova uh, made quick work of that. Savannah Evans is a beast. Yeah. Oh, she was a. Uh, uh, the crowd kind of fell short after this match, after going from Rock and Roll Express to this one. It's like, I don't think a lot of them knew who either of these two were. Like, I don't know who Amber Nova is, but I'm. If you watch Impact, you're familiar with Savannah Evans as she's, you know, former Impact women's or former Impact Knockouts tag champion with Tasha Steeles. So, I mean, she definitely was pretty solid, though. I enjoyed it. Um, main event, the crowd picked back up for this one. Uh, was Ricky Steamboat taking on Ricky Steamboat teaming with FTR, uh, taking on the team of the Black Machizo. Black Machismo, Brock Anderson, and the mystery opponent, Nick Aldis. Fuck yeah. Fucking amazing. So, Arn Anderson is introducing their mystery opponent, and he's not even like two sentences in. And I look at Garrett, I was like, is it fucking Nick Aldis? (laughs) And the guy standing there, which he he did work for the company. uh, He did? I saw him. Yeah. He was uh, moving some shit around. Um, uh, yeah. So he looked at me and goes, who? Who'd you say? Who's that? I said, Nick Aldis. And he's like, oh, okay. And then, like, Nick Aldis comes out, and he's like, what'd you think of that? I was like, oh, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, it, it's no, it, I mean, it's, it's no surprise. Like, we, we don't make any, pull any punches with this. We're all big fans of Nick Aldis. So to see him actually show up as a mystery opponent was pretty awesome. So I mean, I was a fan of everybody in the fucking match. Like I know I mean, we just, all know Dave Lethal was one of my favorites. Uh, I so I say like, I was well. I was having a hard time picking who to cheer for. Like with the exception of Brock Anderson, like everybody in that match was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean even I Brock, mean Brock actually, Anderson Brock did pretty good. He, so. He's got potential. Like he's not there yet, but he could. No, he's got. I mean, he's better than Ricky Carey Morton. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. I think if Arn can actually, because Arn actually owns the Four Horsemen name, so he can do that, do whatever he wants to do with that. If he can get Brock Anderson, and get three more people, maybe Pillman. Like Brock Anderson, Brian Pillman Jr., like two other guys, and make a decent new four horsemen stable with these younger talent with him as their manager, I think it would help those guys get over huge. It just depends on where they do it at. Like if it's done right in AEW, it can it can get over and be like one of the top stables in AEW. But yeah. that's you have to deal with Tony Khan and Tony Khan doesn't know what he's doing 90% of the time, but, but I think it would work, especially now, especially with a lot of these guys doing all these indie shows. 
like you can have Brock Anderson and Brian Pillman Jr. and you know whatever two guys that you get, and they can do these indie shows. Like you can have like Brock Anderson and Brian Pillman show up at a big time wrestling event as a tag team, like representing the Horsemen, or you know all four of them show up and they do like an eight man tag match. Yeah. Like we could really get, get uh, this, like the get old Jay Lethal, is. get Jay Lethal and Rick Flair. There you go. Yeah. Why, why do you need both? You just have Jay Lethal be Ric Flair. Yeah, pretty much. Because you need four. You need four people, Gary. Yeah. I mean, you can you can oh, put right. somebody else in there. Oh. I mean, Jay Lethal can do Ric Flair impress impersonation of Ric Flair pretty good. And we don't need Ric Flair. <laughs> no, we need Ric Flair, man. You always need nature. Ric Flair. Just just think about it. the Nature Boy, Jay Lethal. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, but uh, the main point of this, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, those arm drags still yeah. look amazing. Like yeah. he, and he had the best oh, arm drags. Absolutely, um, it was a great match. Like overall, like I, I cannot stress how how great this the six man tag match was. Oh, um, awesome. Just to see the emotion on Steamboat's face after the match, um. And to hear Dax and Cash, you know, talk about Steamboat's influence on them, and like the video packages throughout the night that they were playing uh, from some of the talent that was at WrestleCade the that same weekend. Um, it's just sucks that this didn't happen on a bigger scale. Like if this would have happened, like AEW, WWE, um, I think it would have been. I think it'd been more deserving to be on a on a larger scale than than what we got at the Dorton Arena. Like is and to me, Steamboat was much better than Flair. Like I've been more of a Steamboat fan than I was a Ric Flair fan. And to have this arena not sell out was it was a shame. That's just that's my opinion on that. But it's so awesome, so awesome to see Steamboat wrestle. That's someone that I've never gotten to see wrestle um, during his his prime, um, but getting to see him, see him now, and see how good he still looked, it, it was awesome. Yep. Awesome stuff. All right. Cool. So that's uh. Some of the rundowns for that. We already talked about MJF and Mox and all that stuff. Uh, quick little tidbit here. Kyrie Sane, uh, full gear weekend uh, two weeks ago, actually is won the IWGP Women's Championship. So she is our the inaugural New Japan Pro Wrestling Women's Champion. Congratulations. I like it. Pretty excited to that. So, um, yeah, so that's cool. Another little tidbit here. Do you guys know there are no more premium live events until the Royal Rumble? I did. Mm-hmm. How awesome is that? Yeah, Great. I mean, you know, it's fun for me. <laughs> I think it's great. It's a great build to the Rumble. So it's not going to be like this quick, like, oh, so-and-so's going to be in the Rumble. So-and-so's in the Rumble. Like throwing all these people together like last minute, like three weeks, 
you know, two weeks before the actual event. So now we actually get to build the rumble out back up into a bigger deal with nothing in between it. So I'm psyched for that. Um, they did an ounce tribute to the troops. Um, and of course the only other thing we got going on before that is NXT stand and deliver. I don't think anybody's really interested in what's going on with that. <laughs> um, did you, uh, is it stand and deliver? um, no, it's not stand and deliver. What the fuck was the name of it? Uh, deadline. Yeah. Deadline. deadline. Yeah. Deadline. Oh, and then, um, ROH final battle is actually next weekend. Yeah. Uh, but we'll, we'll do, um, rundown of that card. Um, we record next week. Then. Um, I, I was going to say they announced is... Athena versus, um, Mercedes Martinez for the ring of honor women's championship. Yep. So a lot of good matches on there. I'm sure FTR uh, are defending the tag titles. Probably. Yeah. Jericho got the Jericho world title, Tomo Joe. Yeah. Um, so Wheeler Yuta was defending against, um, was it Guevara? No, Yuta uh, doesn't have it. Uh, no, it's, um, yeah, Garcia. Garcia is defending against Yuta. That's, yeah. That's, yeah. And I, I think if what I watch from Rampage is true, we're going to get Samoa Joe versus Juice Robinson. Really? Yeah. So. For the ROH TV title, right? I think so. Right, awesome. Continuing the uh, trend with New Japan and Ring of Honor, Bullet Club representation. Yep. Sounds good. Um, what I was gonna say is, Chris, did you see that uh, that uh, Eric Young got killed? Yeah, uh, I saw that. I heard he got killed. Yep. Um. So of course, when they Eric Young, they killed him Get off. Killed? Yeah, they killed him. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, worried there for a second. I, I know. <laughs> no. I, know. Uh, I said it. Apparently, the rumor is he's heading back to WWE. So. Yeah. Right, to join Wyatt and his craziness. Maybe. 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 Maybe EY is actual Uncle Howdy. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, it. I kind of feel like they right now Uncle Howdy is Bray, but I think whenever he gets introduced, like I think it's be live, Bo. it's gonna be someone else. I think it's gonna be Bo Dallas. Yeah. Like Bray's brother. I think that's what. And then be. um, they're still doing stuff with Alexa too because. Of I yeah. didn't see it, but I heard on Raw. She, there was uh, a lot of um. They did they a, a lot thing. of the uh, the images behind her on the monitor with like the the upside yeah. down firefly and all that. So yeah. So. so I think there's definitely something there. Um, yeah. So I I really feel like they dropped the ball with Sanity when they pulled them up to the main roster because they're great in NXT. Oh, absolutely. it's like they pull them up to the main roster and they have no to nothing to do with it. like no clue what to do. So. Yep. And when they actually gained anything out of that was Nikki Cross, um, which I'm glad they finally dropped the uh, Nikki ASH character, which I did enjoy for a little bit, and then it just kind of ran its course. So um, they should have dropped it like a while ago when she was teaming with Dewdrop, who hasn't been on TV in a while either. 
So hopefully, uh, Trips is bringing her back as Piper. Hopefully. First hit. Drop the fucking new drop name. Give us Piper Niven back. Drop. Awesome. Good stuff. Good stuff for this week. Uh, let's see. Uh, like I said, before we started recording, I don't have anything for overrated, underrated. Didn't put anything together. Uh, so we'll do something next week for that. Uh, no holds barred this week. You guys got anything? Yeah, got a bunch of things. Not a bunch, but um, thanks. First, are are you watching the match tomorrow? I will not be. Sorry, you will not be. Be at work. Yeah. Uh-uh. You watching it, uh, Chris? Watching what? The soccer match. No. World Cup. USA versus the Dutch. Nope. Netherlands. Oh, come on, man. You got to watch yeah, it. It comes out at 9 a.m. Get up. You know, make your bowl of cereal. Watch the World Cup. Um, Usually yeah. what I'm doing at 9 a.m. is editing our podcast. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Garrett. Garrett uh, so, watch I don't know I don't know if you've been paying attention to the football score, but uh, we got some chaos kind of going on here. Uh-oh. Buddy. Well, no. Uh, scared. USC is losing right now. Uh-oh. They're down 10 points to Utah. So if USC loses, who's getting in out of the other two? Dude, teams? I don't fucking know who. Is it Ohio State? Is it Alabama? Huh? You don't know who what is? I said, I don't know who's going to get in at all, period. You don't know who's going to get in at all, period? No. There's so many well, good I'm assuming, teams. I'm assuming, I'm assuming Georgia is getting in because I'm assuming they'll beat LSE, but who knows? Yeah. You'd hope so. Yeah. Yeah. And then Michigan, obviously. Yep. Yep. And then unless TCU loses, which is possible. It's possible. Uh, and then, so that would leave that fourth and final spot to, you know, a non-conference champion. So, you know, you got Ohio State at 11-1. and one. They they hop up. They, you know, they only lost to Michigan. But they don't have, like, as many good wins to say, you know, your Alabamas or your Tennessees. Mm-hmm. Yes, I have Penn State there at 10-2. and two. Which I don't see how you put them in over Ohio State unless no. like you know, TCU loses or something. And you have two teams getting in. I did hear that uh in twenty twenty four they're gonna do uh twelve is it twelve teams? Yeah, twelve team playoff. Or eighteen playoff or something like that. I think it's twelve. I think it is twelve. That's just I think it's thing. like I think the like the first, like, they'll have, like, four teams get a bye. Like, the first round bye. Interesting. Uh, we'll see. They'll figure it out. Yeah. 
Interesting, interesting. Sounds like a good time. Yeah, yeah. Yep. A lot of championship games going on this weekend. Oh, yeah. LSE, Georgia. Yep. I mean, you imagine that Georgia's not going to lose, but, man, what happens if they do? If they do? Uh, I think they still get in. Oh, they still get in. I think they get in regardless. But you never know. Who knows with these? these And then what about, you think North Carolina can upset Clemson? I mean, they can, but I don't know if they will. You don't don't think they will? They definitely can. Yeah. You got anything, uh, Chris? Ellsworth? Uh, not really. I'm kind of funny. I'm looking at um the uh, Ring of Honor website. So I was looking at the yep. roster on here to see like uh-huh. who they like officially put under the ROH banner. The Briscoes are listed on. under the active active roster. But they're not signed to a contract. The Briscoes. Maybe they're like a la carte. I I guess so. Because they got, um, like they have Cash Wheeler, Jericho, Dalton Castle, Daniel Garcia, Dax Hardwood, Jay Briscoe, Mark Briscoe, Mercedes Martinez, Samoa Joe, and the boys. That's the entire roster for Ring of Honor. But they only have like Jericho on here because he's the Ring of Honor World Champion. Same thing with Garcia and FTR and Samoa Joe. And I forgot. Uh, yeah. And then Dalton Castle and the boys are like the only ones that were actually Ring of Honor that hold Ring of Honor champion championships. Are the the six man uh, six man tag tag champs? Yeah, it's kind of. I was trying to see who, what was listed for the card so far. Um, well, it looks like Jericho's defending against uh, Claudio Castagnoli, and of course it said Daniel Garcia and Wheeler Yuta, Mercedes Martinez, and. Athena, that's like pretty much it. I haven't seen anything else. Good stuff. All right. Yeah, that's all I had extra on there. So. You guys, anything else? You good? Good. Yeah, I'm good. Awesome. All right. Uh, let's get into wrestler of the week. This week was Garrett's pick. Uh, Garrett, what you got for us? Uh, yeah. So, uh, I am glad that. I decided to look at the notes before the podcast because <laughs> I did not have this prepared. However, still picked a wrestler of the week. And the wrestler of the week for me that I picked was Bailey, the one and only. And the match that I recommend is to watch 
Bailey versus Sasha Banks Iron Woman match NXT Takeover Respect 2015. Nice. That was a fantastic matchup. Hell to the air. I think that's probably between like Bailey and Sasha. I think that's probably one of their best matchups. Oh, absolutely. Without a doubt. I mean, they had a lot of good ones. Yeah, that match is like, yeah, that match is really good. First Iron Woman match. Yep. Really solid matchup. Knocking shit over. <laughs> All right. So that was Wrestle of the Week. Carl, you got theme of the week. What you leaving us with? I'm going to go with uh, Ricky uh, the Dragon Steamboat, the WCW uh, theme. Nice. That one we haven't done. Yeah, we haven't done that. I, did, I picked the Chicago Bull one. Uh, yeah, before. we did that one. Yeah, but not the WCW one. Right. Because that's the one he came out to. That's probably... Them, like, broadcasting the pay-per-view, that's probably the one they used. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure the... Well, I mean, he's probably... I think most people know him more notoriously for WCW WWE. Yeah. I mean, he had the match with Savage, which if I consider like probably one of the greatest matches of all time. That, that all is my, my pinnacle of wrestling. Like, like I hold matches to that standard. Yeah, but um, uh, the bulk of his career, the bulk of his like big matches, I think are like most people are like WCW, him and uh, yeah. Rick Flair and Rick Rude. I mean, he's had tons of stuff he did over there. So I think that's probably why he came out of that thing. I just saw him. Like I said, like, growing up, I never got like any of the channels that had WCW. So a lot of my wrestling as a kid was always you know, WWF. Yeah. Well, she don't get me wrong. He was good in WWF. Like, I say, like my main. Yeah, my main, my main thing with Steamboat is when he came back and they gave him like the, like the dragon entrance gear, and he was like doing the the fire breathing thing. Uh, But going back and watching, uh Steamboat and Flair, or Steamboat and Savage Russell, that's the, uh, like, one of the big things. Like, I, first time seeing that matchup, is like, oh my god, this is amazing. Yeah. yeah definitely a good match. Good awesome. Alright, good stuff. So that's uh, pretty much going to do it for us for this week. I uh, uh, appreciate you guys checking this out. This is episode you know, like 164. 
164 of the Russell Getting Podcast. We're going to close out the year like 170, somewhere around there. Awesome. Good stuff. All right, y'all. So that's that's going to do it for us for this week. Uh, on behalf of myself, CN, G Money, and the Tennessee Jesus, we thank you guys for checking us out and supporting us. Um, remember, donate to the Fit Cave uh, Toy Drive. Um, you can find the uh, mailing address and stuff on uh, all of our social media platforms. Um, you can also find the Fig Cave Podcast on their Twitter, rest, um, Running Podcast Twitter. I think uh, the call-up should have it on theirs as well. So lots of cool stuff going on, so make sure you guys check that out. Um, that's all we got. So uh, thanks again, guys. We appreciate it. We'll check you all next week. Later, Marks. Go, Ninja, go, Ninja, go. Go, Ninja, go, Ninja, go. <laughs> we believe in you, Ninja. <laughs> it's morphin' time. <laughs> <laughs>